everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin and yes, I am back in my own bathroom, the original bathroom. Um, this is my 20th episode, which is really crazy that I've been doing this now for 20 weeks, basically at the beginning of December. And if you think about how much has changed in the world since then, it's truly mind-boggling. The amount of things that we've gone through in the last four months or so it's like a different world. I don't even know. Like, it's so crazy. It's crazy that the world is going through this pandemic. It's crazy all the tragedy that's coming along with Corona. It's it's crazy all the people being affected. Um, but even through all that, I think it's really important for us to find something positive out of every day and to find gratitude every day. And I know I sound like a Hallmark card, but it's really true. Even in the worst times and the saddest of times, I think it's really important for us to find the silver lining and to appreciate and recognize all the good things that are happening. So even though the world is one big clusterfuck and completely turned upside down, I think we should all just, you know, find little things here and there that make us feel better. If making if making this podcast makes me feel better, I'm going to keep doing it. If listening to this podcast makes you feel better, even for, I don't know, the 20, 25 minutes that it's on, then you should do that. So that's just my little, my little PSA. But um, I'm recording this, I believe it's April 19th. Yeah, April 19th, Sunday. Wow, I don't even know what day it is. And Passover is over. Thank God. It's literally the only holiday I've never liked. Literally hate Passover. Matzah is the absolute worst. And if you're listening to this and have never had matzah, consider yourself truly fortunate. It's like the worst yet most addicting food there is. It kills your stomach. It's so messy. It breaks. There's crumbs everywhere. And you just find yourself eating it legit for no reason. None. Absolutely none. Like you're not hungry and yet there's still matzah in your mouth. Why? I don't know. Really, why is it this way? Unclear. It's just the way it is. Passover, some people may like it. I don't. Matzah is the worst. I found myself eating it all the time for no reason. And I'm just like, why am I like this? Even though I'm like this every Passover, I'm still going to blame Corona and say that Corona crazy got me and made me eat lots of matzah. And it just hurt my stomach. So I'm clearly taking zero blame in this because there's enough going around in the world. I'm not taking blame for myself overeating matzah because why would I do that? But yeah, no, it's over. So even though life is not back to normal, it's definitely not Passover anymore. And we can all try to, you know, find the little things here and there that aren't so bad. I don't know. Passover is always a struggle for me, and I'm just happy when it's over and when it's done. So we're at that part of the year. It's the middle of April. New York's uh, self-social isolation, sorry, so social distancing self-isolation got extended till May 15th. So that's really a joy, loving that. I really think I'm starting to lose my mind. I haven't slept, and I can't even speak straight. So Keep listening if you want to hear all my lovely rants that I have for you this week. Everyone, I finally did it. I finally ordered myself two new candles. And yes, I know I said I can't order candles online, but hear me out because this is different. I know a girl 
who makes these candles. Yup, handmade. So I trust her sense because I know her and I know she has good taste and I know she would, you know, only put candles and scents out there that are amazing. And it's so funny because I could have ordered from her like earlier this month or last month, but I completely forgot that she started making candles and I believe soap and moisturizer and I think cleaning supplies also. Um, it's my friend Kaylee. She makes them in Arizona where she lives with her husband, her daughter, um, and she's the best. If you want any info about her candles, I can give you her Instagram. So always feel free to message me. But I'm so excited because I really need candles. I have like half a candle left and I like I said, usually can't buy them online because I feel like I really need to like smell the candles, but I knew whatever I picked would smell great. So I just took the plunge and ordered candles and I'm so excited. I really hope they come fast because seriously, what would I do while working from home without a candle burning? Would I survive? Unclear. Would I lose my mind even more than I currently am? Unclear. But either way, I really don't want to have to find out. So please, everybody. Pray, pray for fast shipping. And yes, obviously, praying for my candles to come is top priority of all the prayers out there that's happening right now in this crazy, crazy world we're living in, obviously. But no, all jokes aside, I'm very excited for my candles and I just need it. Because again, like I said, I didn't stock up for this because I didn't know I need to stock up for this. When everyone was buying toilet paper, even though I wasn't, buying toilet paper I wasn't buying candles either so it wasn't that helpful for my life but I don't know but this should help my work from home situation hopefully so fingers crossed on that one but speaking of working from home is anyone else on the verge of killing their bosses just let that sink in is anyone else going to kill their boss because working from home isn't pleasant it's not fun And I feel like maybe it's just my boss or all bosses in general are being extra psycho. Like, bosses are always difficult. I get it. They're the boss. They can say and do what they want to an extent and we work for them. I get all that. No problem. I have no problem, you know, having someone superior over me. No issue with that. But do they realize that, A, there's only so many hours in the day. B, you're only one person. And C, that you can only do so much. I really think that Corona brings out the worst in everybody. Like seriously, cue the Corona crazy. And I know I've spoken about this, but I don't know. My boss is being extra no bueno and he's literally driving me crazy. He literally said to me something along the lines and I'm not quoting him because I don't remember what he said. He's like, oh, but you have more time now to work because you're not commuting to and from work. Dude, seriously? Like, no, that's not how this works. And, like, I understand that some people may like working from home, but I'm not one of those people. And I think it would be differently if it wasn't, you know, a crisis and a pandemic and corona and we weren't forced to be inside and self-isolation, social distancing. I think working from home, you know, every once in a while could be pleasant. You know, if you can go to coffee shops or, you know, you didn't have to feel the need to be inside because... Being forced to do something feels suffocating. If you come to it on your own, that's something different. But being told that you need to do something, it's, it's, it's suffocating, like overwhelming, not for me. So I'm not saying that like in regular times or when times are more normal, I wouldn't love to work from home a day or two. But this has literally been nonstop. 
I've been working, oh, I've been working from home from either March 18th or 19th. I think it's March 19th. So if today's April 19th, I've been working from home for one month. It is not fun. It is not pleasant. I'm going to kill my boss. He literally is like not good when you're not face to face. Like he cannot give instruction well via email or FaceTime or Slack or anything. He just, he needs that in-person contact and I need it because he's driving me up the freaking wall. Like, guys, anyone have any advice on how I don't lose my mind and don't kill my boss and don't, you know, quit my job? Jokes, not quitting my job. That was so dramatic. Sometimes I'm dramatic, I know. Obviously, and I'm not quitting my job. Obviously, I'm so grateful and thankful to still have a job and have the ability to work from home where, you know, it's safe. And I know a lot of people lost their jobs. I know a lot of people filed for unemployment and were furloughed and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know all that. I'm not stupid. I'm not being, you know, whiny and bratty and first world problems. I get it. I'm very thankful that I have a job. It's a huge blessing. I know. But with all that being said, can someone tell my boss to take it down a notch? Because I may kill him and I'm going to lose it. And I can't go to jail because I don't really think orange is my color. So yeah. Again, jokes. If you don't find me funny and if you think I'm insensitive at this point, you shouldn't be listening anymore because it's my podcast and I'll say what I want to. But yeah, the new week starting tomorrow, five days of work, which it's cool. I got this, but let's really pray I don't kill my boss because I'm getting really close and working from home isn't pleasant and I'm so tired of it and I can't believe we have a whole other month of this, but at the same time, just need to persevere and make the best of it so someone please message me and tell me if you are also struggling working from home because I'd love not to be alone on this one so I read something this week that I really really liked and I wanted to share with all of you I don't remember where I read it. I just wrote it down when I read it or heard it or something. So I can't give credit to where credit is due. But I'm telling you it was not my thought. So I'm not taking credit for it because it wasn't an original Cheryl thought. So this is what I read. And it said, if there was no tomorrow, how much would you live to live for today? Now, let that sink in for a second. And I know, I know I was just complaining about working from home and I know it sounded so trivial, but it's definitely a struggle that I'm having and I like to share my struggles with you guys. But with that being said, again, I want to reiterate, I know I'm so blessed to have a job. I know I'm so blessed to be working from home, but really all these tiny things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things matter right now because right now they're happening and right now you're struggling. And all the little things make up the big things. So something that maybe in more normal times wouldn't seem like a big deal may bring you down a little bit extra today. Some days I wake up just in a shit mood, really for no reason. Life is overall really good for me, thank God. I'm really lucky in that sense. And some days I just wake up pissed off or shitty or something that I'd usually be able to let like roll off my back sticks with me a little longer. And that's okay because... You know, the world is a big clusterfuck. But if today was, God forbid, our last day on earth, what would you do differently? Would I really be sitting here complaining about my boss? Would I worry that I don't seem perfect on Instagram? Would I share my true feelings with people? 
I don't know if I truly would, but I would like to think that I'd be brave enough to and that I would. But honestly, who knows? But right now, it being the weirdest time in any of our lives where nothing makes sense and we're all just a little bit lost, I'm really trying to keep the mindset of if there was no tomorrow, how would we live for today? And I know I sound cliche and I know I sound ridiculous and people are probably thinking, Cheryl, you're not a motivational speaker. You're barely a podcaster, you know, stick to what you know. But I really, I really think it's, it's an interesting concept because right now we're all feeling a little down and I know that's overgeneralizing, but maybe I'm just, you know, putting it out there. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, but I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I'm having days where I'm just bad. And then I kind of have to like shift myself back into perspective that if there is no tomorrow, how would I live today differently? And again, I really don't know what would happen because thank God I am healthy and I am doing fine. But I really would like to think that I'd be bold enough and brave enough and true to myself enough that I would do things differently, that I would share my thoughts differently, that I wouldn't be so afraid that people weren't going to like what I was going to say or people wouldn't like me or any of those things. Would I let stupid things bother me like I do now? Sometimes I get like so annoyed with certain things and then I get annoyed that I'm annoyed because I can't shake the annoyance and it's just a vicious cycle like and none of it's really worth it and I get it in the moment it's worth it but is it going to matter tomorrow? Is it going to matter in two days? Is it going to matter in a week? Is it going to matter in a month? In a year? Probably not and again I am so trivial sometimes and I let the petty things bother me but I'm really just trying to, I don't know, hold myself to a higher standard and not let things bother me. Again, I'm not good at this. I'm not perfect at this by any means. I'm saying it to all of you, like I'm saying it to myself for my own advice. I really would like to think that I would live differently if I knew today was my last day on earth. But shit's hard, guys. Shit is really hard. Life is really hard. The world is really confusing right now. Some days I'm just a little pissed off or sad and I'm not really sure why. I can't really pinpoint it. But this is a lot for anyone to handle. It's a lot for our brains. It's just a whole lot of a lot. You know, just a lot. And there's really no other words to explain it because the word a lot is the only one I have. But I don't know. I really would like to think that if I knew, and not that anyone really ever knows, but if I knew that today was my last day. I really hope that I'd be brave enough to live tomorrow, to live tomorrow, to live today differently if there was no tomorrow. Guys, I know my podcasts have had extra stumbling with my words, but that's just where my brain is these days. And you guys get the privilege to listen to my, my rants and my brain and my stream of consciousness. So I don't know. I think I would live today differently if I knew I didn't have a tomorrow. It's your explaining. It's your explaining. She's gonna explain it to you. She's gonna explain it to you. It's your explaining. Saving the best for last, as always, my favorite segment of my podcast, Share Explaining. Again, if you don't remember what share explaining is, it's when I take a modern dating term, I give you a definition, 
and then I give you my definition. And then if I have one, I give you an example as well. So today's term is roaching, or you can use it as he totally roached me. And roaching is when the person you've been seeing is hiding the fact that they've been dating other people. And when you find out and confront them, they claim they didn't realize it was a monogamous relationship. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the ultimate fuckboy move. And like I always, always, always say, stay away from fuckboys. If you see a fuckboy, run in the other direction. Fuckboys don't change. No. But really, roaching? Are you kidding me? First of all, these terms just crack me up. And no, I don't make up the terms. I I search for them. I do my research. These are something that someone else made up and I'm just using for my own entertainment purposes and for your entertainment purposes. But roaching is awful. Even if, actually, let me rephrase. You can be dating other people up until a third or fourth date. Not that I would personally do this because my brain doesn't work like this and I need to focus on one thing at a time. I know many people do this and that's fine. That's cool. That's great. If it works for you, you do you. But there comes a certain point in dating someone that you can't be having other relationships. You can't be dating other people. And I don't care if you've had a full conversation about being exclusive or not. If you're seeing someone past three, four dates and, you know, they're opening up to you and you're opening up to them and you're sharing your lives and spending time together, you can't be dating other people. It's just rude and inconsiderate and mean and I don't know. Anyone who says they didn't realize that a relationship was monogamous, I'm sorry to break it to you. They're full of shit. And they are lying to you because they did realize. They were just hoping that you didn't realize and that you wouldn't bring it up. So if they make you the bad guy that you didn't tell them, then they don't have to feel bad about them being a piece of shit. I don't think anyone's ever done this to me. I don't know. I hope not. If someone did this to me, it was without my knowledge. This is a really shitty thing to do. And if you are doing this to someone, just make a decision. Pick one. I don't care who you pick. But don't be dating multiple people at a time. It's not nice. It's rude. You're wasting their time. You're wasting your time. And again, like I always say, don't be a fuckboy. No one likes fuckboys. You hear me? Nobody. And... I don't know. I just think it's such a waste of energy to like lead people on and to mess with their feelings and to screw around with their brains and like, I don't know, be committed, be monogamous, pick one person. What are you really benefiting from having multiple relationships? And not even that, relationships are hard and they're time consuming. So I don't think even if I wanted to, which I don't, I don't think I could juggle dating many people. I'm just like that. I don't know. Date one person, everyone. Date one person, pick one person. If you like that person, amazing, date them. If this person makes you laugh and you enjoy spending time with them and you love getting to know them and you see it going somewhere, fantastic. Date them. Don't date them and three other people on the side. It's just obnoxious. It's just rude. And it's just stupid because let me break it to you. You are not getting any younger. Stop wasting your time. So remember as always, Drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your hands, and as always, do your squats. I'm Cheryl Chuvin coming to you from my bathroom. Thanks for listening. Listen next week.